you know, at this time of year, <clears throat> we, we get very busy in our house, and in our house we usually have to go through the cupboards and um, make some room for the next round of gifts that are going to arrive, and usually that means we, we take all the stuff out of our cupboards that's gathered dust that we haven't used in the last few years that was a gift to us once. It's either gathered dust or it's in the dirt beside the driveway or, <laughs> you know, it's um, well used. But we have to sort of get a hold of it and make some room for uh, the next round. Um, because if we don't make room, uh, we've got nowhere to put the stuff. And um, that's, a, that's a, both a terrible and a real thing about, you know, the way in which we live life. We're just so loaded up with stuff that when anyone wants to give us a gift, we have to actually like empty our cupboards or make room so that we can even receive the gift because our lives are so full of stuff and, um, and, and things. And I, I can only think about what it may have been like. I mean, Digby gave us a little hint there before about what it was like to uh, carry Mary and Jesus to, uh, to Bethlehem that night. But I could only imagine what it would have been like when Joseph rocked up to the door and he said, hey, have you got any room here for me because, and my wife because we're about to have a child and we need somewhere for the night and got the big sign that just said, sorry, mate, no room for you here. And even as we think about some of those pictures that we just saw that the young people have been working through this year and talking about, some of those pictures are because the world has said, sorry, no room for you, Jesus, in our story. And I guess this morning, as we begin to enter into the Advent season and celebration of Jesus, there's a simple question that I want to ask, and that is, have you got any room for Jesus to actually be the king of your life? And if your room, if your life is full of stuff, then maybe now's a really good time to clean out and make room for Jesus to be the king. Um, could you imagine, I remember as a young person when I went to primary school, every now and then at lunchtime, I'd go and I'd, you know, see a group of guys playing over there and I'd go to join in. And then you'd hear something like this come back at you. Hey, listen, two's company, three's a crowd. In other words, no room for you to play with us. Be on your way. You know, I imagine what that would have been like for, you know, for some of us as adults even in our workplaces where we've tried really hard to please our boss or we've tried really hard to stay on top of our key performance indicators and yet we've been told our work's not good enough and by that our boss is saying, sorry, still no room for you here to be fully accepted. Sometimes even in our relationships as adults, many of them have broken down because one party or the other has said, sorry, there's no more room for you here. And that's a really sad picture of our life. And many of us have felt the impact of the fact that, just like the bloke at the inn 
that night said to Joseph and Mary and Jesus about to be born, no room anymore. Sorry about that. Got no more room. Sometimes we've felt that because we don't have the right dress code in our culture, or maybe we don't earn enough money or live in the right suburb, or maybe we've been struck by poverty and live in a car, and yet we face the silent pressure of, sorry, there's no room for you here. These are very real impacts, and it's painful, and it's very painful for me to also say that for many of us maybe in this room, and many who no longer belong to the part of the church of Jesus around our great country, because of the way they arrived or the condition in which we came, the church said, sorry, no room for you here. And if that is your story then today, in the name of Jesus, I would want to say sorry. Not just for the work of the deficit heart of the church, but for your bosses, for your spouses, for your extended families, for your friends in the playground, where people have said, sorry, there's no room for you here. Well, in the, in the name of Jesus, I would want to say, I'm really sorry, and say, you know what? There is room. There's a verse that was read out when Caitlin read the scriptures. You may not have heard it, but I want to just re, re-say it again. When the shepherds turned up, uh, sorry, when the angels turned up that night and the shepherds were caring for their sheep, there was this thing that was said to them from the angels. And the angels said, We bring you good news for all people. For all people. That's for you. That means for you. For me. For everyone that doesn't have a home. For everyone that's living in those really terrible situations in our world right now. For every, every, every marriage that's under duress and every child that doesn't feel understood and even feels rejected. There's good news for you. That's why Jesus came, to say there is room for you. There is room for us all. The Apostle Paul tells us it's with our heart that we believe and we're saved. God wants to do something in your heart today. He wants to let your heart know there's room for you in his good kingdom. And there is provision in his heart for your life. So today I just want to encourage all of us, whether we're the youngest one here or the oldest among us, bring your heart to Jesus as he welcomes you into his kingdom, into the good news of it's for everyone. There's good news. There was a really old prophet, well, he probably wasn't young, old when he, when he saw this and said this, but we think of him as old because of time, but his name was Isaiah. And he said, there's going to come a day when in the earth there'd be this people of God. There would be this people that 
reflect and live in the welcome and the room of the heart of God for their life. And, and, and they, would, um, they would sound like this. He says it in Isaiah 55 verse 1. I haven't got my Bible with me here, but it says something to the effect of, he says, come, all of you who have got no money, come and receive, come and buy of the kingdom of God. All of you who are thirsty and weary and downtrodden, come and drink from the welcome, from the heart of God. You see, the people of God, the church of God, we are here for all the people. And we want everyone here because everyone belongs to the good news of Jesus. So this Christmas, I just invite you as we head into the Advent season, as we prepare our hearts to celebrate the birth of Christ, I want to remind all of our hearts as individuals and as a fellowship of believers, there is plenty of room in the heart of God for each and every one of us. There's plenty of room. doesn't matter what we've done, what we've said, how well we've done it, how poorly we've done it. There's always room. There's plenty of room in the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ, and we're going to step into the fullness of it as we head into the Advent season. We're going to experience forgiveness like we've never known it. We're going to experience hope rise in our veins and in our bones like we've never known it. We're going to experience healing in relationships and in our physical bodies like we've never known it. And we're going to see the love of God overcome the works of the enemy and the brokenness of man where we've lived under the power of rejection for too, too long. Come into the welcome of God this Christmas. Let's pray. Everyone close. You guys down the front, you guys just, shh, we're going to pray and talk to Jesus. Just close your eyes and listen with your heart. Heavenly Father, we thank you that in the Jesus event, you came and you demonstrated to all of us there is always room. No matter who we are, where we're from, what we've done. And I just pray that by the power of your Holy Spirit, you administer that truth, that love, that power into every single bit of flesh in this building. And for everyone that's driving around in our region today that doesn't know you, let your good kingdom come that we might live in the welcome and the room and the love of the heart of God in Jesus Christ. And in his name we pray. Amen.